0: Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer.
1: And we're in. That took me a second, a little longer than normal. Sorry, my sister called right when we were starting. Double Deuce. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, they don't at home about it. That was that was a secret for us. <laughs> the at home episodes yeah the it the um, continues they're, they're all at home really except for when we used to do them at the lodge
0: yeah we've done some at conroys and we've done some we've done some remotes but yeah they most of them have been at a house
1: yeah but uh, anyway my sister called i'm sure it's important i'll have to find out what it is after the show it's probably something i've done wrong so there that's you too go. bad that's too yeah. bad you know, how are th- you, man? I'm good.
0: Uh, my, I, I pulled out a fan because I'm recording this in my dad's old office. Um, is where I've been recording lately, but it's stuffy in here. And so I, I was like, I got, uh, I got a fan. I had a car fan and it was like right. back last summer. I'm like, Oh man, summertime car fan. We, we hang out in garages and outside sometimes and it was great, but I think it's sitting in my car. It's like, cause it's got some plastic parts and stuff. And but uh, it's, it's one of those ones that like you can change, you can like change the angles a bunch, and then it'll it'll go and t- go back and forth. But now it wants to just keep tipping back. It doesn't want to stay up
1: straight. Uh, and so <laughs> I'm like, oh man, ah, oh, car fan. Wow, that sucks. And it's not like you can just run out and get a new fan either, right now. I mean, that's a that's a big thing. That's a big job. I mean, I could. It's not. It's not that hard. Like
0: the places that sell fans yeah. are open, but it doesn't seem like. You know, I might maybe uh, next time I go need to go to Walmart. Maybe I'll look for fans and see what's going on in their fan
1: situation. But you know, there you go. Have you been to Walmart during all this? I haven't actually been, but I've heard like horror stories from people who have been who say it's just like. Not particularly, like, not getting the play friendly right now. Uh, It's
0: one of those, yeah, it's, I'd say, they've done a good job of, like, having a bunch of sanitizing stuff out, but also, they, they, customer-wise, they are not batting a real high percentage on people wearing masks who are in there shopping. Um, Yeah. Honestly, too, like, some employees will be doing, like, they have masks, but will occasionally be doing dumb stuff with masks. Like, I saw two of them, like start to talk to each other and pull down their masks as they leaned in to talk to each other. I'm like, what are you what are you doing? And then one one of them take a phone call and pull his mask down to be on the phone. I'm like, that's they're not you, you can talk through them. <laughs> they're, they're, they're thin cotton. <laughs> they're not um and that's that's bad. Don't do that. But uh I also go like early in the morning, so usually it's not that busy.
1: Right, right.
0: Right. <laughs> Before I go to bed in the morning, because I I'm a morning sleeper, not a night sleeper.
1: Yeah, well, and that's kind of that's kind of yeah. nice. I try to get my shopping done by like nine o'clock. I mean, as close to nine as possible, because I don't I don't get into like the elderly hour. I'm not the kind of guy who you know does that to those true. elderly folks.
0: I've noticed though, a lot of places not so much doing that. I think hy V
1: is strict about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, Dylan's. <laughs> I, I know Dylan's was recommending it, so I just mm. try to go as close to nine as possible, which is kind of nice because usually, you know, mm. if you went right at the beginning, I imagine you might have to deal with some people who are just getting started, you know, yeah. all together like gathering yeah, to be the first one there and whatever. Mm-hmm. But by nine, by nine, nobody's really making an effort who doesn't need something, yeah, uh, pretty desperately, and and it's generally pretty, uh, pretty low key. And the at the one that I use, the one over at Sixth and Lawrence. That's um, they've good Yeah, they've generally been pretty good about the masks. Folks have been pretty good about that. They masks. I'd say they've got a pretty good average. I'd say
0: they're they're like majority at least. And sometimes more really. The crazy thing like the... I was just kidding, like it seems like people who don't do it are people at higher risk factors, which is also what blows my mind. Like older, It's like a lot of older people and a lot of people who aren't in like who are like heavy set, who are probably like people yeah. who I'm like, wh- why not? You're also like, you can just wear a bandana. Like, do something. Come on.
1: Yeah, yeah. Give it, give it, a, give it at least a little bit of an effort. I mean, I had to do a bandana the other day because I was washing my masks, and I was like, mm-hmm. I need something. And I threw a bandana, on. And I look like a bank robber, and that's kind of fun. I mean, above and beyond. And you're white. The whole pandemic for it. Exactly. Exactly. Use uh, like that privilege when you can for good. Like for, for one of the ways not spread disease. With one of the that ways that privilege pays off in Lawrence, Kansas. Uh, but hey, they don't want to listen to us talk about masks. They want to listen yeah. to us to have that. What, I feel a little that? bit. Of-
0: Like normally when we record, like, you know, we meet up somewhere and then we have a beer first and I feel like we just like started talking to each other like 10 minutes ago. So this is
1: now they're in kind of the the pre-show chit chat portion of when we record right now. Right, but when we, whenever we do that without recording, we're always saying, "Hey, we need to be recording this. This is gold." But that uh, wasn't gold. That was that was probably but, bronze material. I feel like
0: before we get to the "this is gold," we should start recording. It's usually towards the end of that first beer, like we're about to open, the <laughs> right. and we are start to talk about something, and we're like, "Ah, oh, no, stop! We got to get into the thing."
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Now they get a little behind the scenes. This is like the uh, noises off. Mm-hmm. of of podcast world you get to this is what our general chit chat uh not after having a beer to warm up sounds like and so that's why we're doing you a public service by drinking mm-hmm. you the listener if you didn't if we didn't drink you would have to listen to just that on a loop for like 20 minutes yeah uh, yeah, I did also read an article that somebody posted on the Facebooks just before we got together. Um, that was this woman whose name was no shit. And I do not shit you not on this. Her name was Karen White. Right. Karen, uh-huh. the the now ubiquitous name with white lady privilege. Right. Uh-huh. Oh, and yeah. Name White. Yeah. Which is also sort oh. of synonymous with white. It's, it's um, like it's a bad sketch comedy. It, it was. It was a bad sketch comedy sketch Um, complaining about how she can't get the baking supplies that she needs because she was baking bread for before everybody Cause she's just one of those weird people that likes to make all her own food and know where her food comes from. And now that all these Dillonette bakers are coming in so they can bake loaves and put them on Instagram, it has severely inconvenienced her. And it was hilarious. That's, and uh, it, it, was, it was like a letter to the editor? It was just like a medium article, so just like a random blog <laughs> cool. complained into the wind. Yeah, Up. yeah, you know how uh, those things surface. I'll say, you know, I guess,
0: I, I suppose, that's almost like, yeah, just writing it on your blog in a lot of ways. It's at least not like somebody who's actively complaining at a place about not being able to get their stuff. I, I guess, I'm okay. I feel like it's better if they're just kinda like yelling it out into the ether online as opposed to at someone whose fault it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah, no that I I guess I, I guess I can I okay. get sort of buy into that. I but mean you can still
0: it... it can still be a little ridiculous, but at least it's not that's like that's using the white privilege for medium. That's that's neutral white privilege there, whereas we're using it for good uh by wearing bandanas. And we'll All get right. into using uh-huh. it for bad.
1: I'll buy it. I'll buy it. I mean I think there are situations where you need to just put things in your private journal. And I and I found myself writing things on on Facebook and Twitter lately that I should put in my private journal. And I'm not a, I'm not ashamed to admit that, your, what's your,
0: that at least your texts to some are like video calls with somebody else as opposed to I yeah, just maybe out there.
1: Yeah, yeah, no that's true. That's true. That was, I think that yeah, I think this lady made a...
0: I wasn't passing a little, just about anything in particular, it. you're saying, I just mean in general. I feel like nerves are a little rare, and so we're more likely to just kind of let her rip. And so I feel like you still got to think about it maybe a little bit, just at people in, as a whole. It's still like, ah, what am I putting out there, and how's it going to be received, and uh, is it worth it?
1: Yeah, I think I think maybe just, just take a moment, everybody, myself included. I'm not laying blame at any of your doorsteps. I'm just the I'm just the guy that runs around and says, Hey, you know, I'm like the paperclip in the old Microsoft Word that says, So you're about to write an angry screed and put it on the internet. Do you want to think about that? And and then maybe if people thought about that, they'd be like, Oh, you know, I should put this in my personal journal where it doesn't hurt anybody whose fault it's not but me. And I, you know, I'll fess up to this. I did this, I got mad at Free State the other day, I put out a tweet, an ill-advised tweet. Complaining about it got my ass handed to me, much deservedly, and I'm a stronger man for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're all at that point; we're all at that tipping point. You know, it's like things are irritating. Um, yeah, it's but, been yeah. Like a month and a
0: half of of pandemic living, and so we gotten yeah. through the initial like like deeper fear into like the like getting used to it a little bit, like get, becoming accustomed to it. it, it human beings like well-made for their adaptability, their ability to start rolling with the punches, no matter what those punches are a lot of the time, and kind of make do. But then, yeah, it's been grating, though, on everyone, I feel like. You're starting to see yeah. the cracks.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, the I'm not going to lie to you, social networks have never been the place for enlightened reason, polite, considered, a, a, you know, sort of empathetic debate. It's mm. always been a stinking cesspool it's just now it's a even there's even more fear and anger and and rage that's going into that into that machine I so, feel you I know feel
0: if you, almost like you know you've have you seen those ads that are like stone driving isn't hair driving like drug driving like that kind of thing I feel like living in a higher stress situation is almost like having had those few beers before you start getting on social media where like you're just more willing to you're just more ready to to go with it, whatever you might be thinking, yeah. thinking like this is good to yeah. send out. I feel like, yeah, it, it, everyone's like society's been a little bit different for a while, and so we're having trouble holding on to those like more edge society things that are better to do, but aren't like you know codified.
1: Well, and, and I think we, you know, we're all facing a deficit of of people to talk to. You know, I mean, everybody's. Yeah. I think unless unless you're absolutely not worrying about distancing at all mm-hmm. you know you have cut down your number of face-to-face uh, interactions every day and, and i used to think actually before this i was pretty convinced that i was more introverted than extroverted i can obviously play an extrovert when i need to yeah as part of the actor thing but i but secretly deep down inside i thought i was pretty introverted but the more this has gone on the more i'm like oh no i actually need that social interaction to maintain my own centered place, you know, to have an outlet to express ideas and talk through ideas and, and you know, kind of figure out things. Um, I, that's you, something I friend, do. As your friend
0: who's known you a long time, I feel like you live on the introvert side, but you really, you need like a, you've got like a seesaw thing where it's like majority of the time I think you prefer to be more introverted, but then sometimes you need to get, you need to get up in the air sometimes. You know what I mean? On that seesaw, <laughs> like you need yeah, a got yeah, got like a hard a hard social reboot. I feel like. I feel like I leave. That's that's section, exactly. too. But yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I I think are yeah. the same way. I think there there are a lot of times when you prefer to be on the quieter side, but then you need mm-hmm. that. You know, you you crave that social interaction and that that that. I don't know. I think we we both enjoy the the you know what the the Irish call it the crack the the back and forth the yeah. the the the, inter- the the witty repartee that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not something you can do alone, because if you do it alone, you just sit there and think that everything you write is a goddamn work of genius, and then you <laughs> put it on the internet and realize it's not. Uh, so there you go. There you go. It's good to have sounding boards. Keep your friends, kids. This has been a message from Double Deuce.
0: Yeah, friends are important. We're pro-friend at <laughs> Double
1: Deuce. I'm <if> glad. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag pro-friend-D-D. Hey, has anybody ever responded to our hashtags lately? I feel like it's gotten lost in the mix. And for uh, I, one of I, Lawrence's I, top five best podcasts. A friend of mine responded.
0: I did see that to the to the drinking rules. It was kind of like a drink. I, I guess, was it drink every corner or was she talking about corners? Because we talked about corners. I don't remember because she responded like the next day, and it's been a week, so I don't quite recall what she said. But she did. Yeah, I, you know what I can do. I can look it up.
1: Oh, hey! There you go. You looking up? And I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell uh, a tell-all thing. This is this is uh, Lawrence Tell-all City Commission Corner because I just found out some fascinating information today. And while I should probably keep it to myself, I'm not going to because it was not mentioned that it would ever have to be in confidence. That's apparently fair. one of our city commissioners lived in Russia for a little while and speaks oh, yeah. fluent Russian. And you know who that is? I do because I was on the same text thread. Oh fuck yeah, you were! You do know the answer to this, all right? Well, I can't ask anybody else because there's nobody else here. Uh, but I just can't respond. <laughs> <laughs> uh And I guess it, it was Courtney. Yes,
0: friend Courtney, of the show, Courtney
1: Shipley. Friend of the show, apparently, never told us this on the three episodes that she's been on, maybe four, maybe five. Too, we, we go way back, and I had no idea. In none of those episodes, does she say that she lived in Russia and that she is speaks fluent Russian? And then I've extrapolated this one, but most likely probably a former KGB intelligence agent.
0: I'm going to guess not KGB just because uh, going by, eight, like, the Berlin Wall had fell. And, like, uh, I like I don't know. I, you know what? I don't know when she did, but I, there's part of me that guesses when she was a little older. Maybe it was when she was a kid. Maybe she wasn't the KGB. Maybe I'm making a the
1: Maybe she was, like, a KGB kid. Maybe they have a little section. Could be. Like, like boys or us? I'm a KGB kid. Uh-huh. I just made an interrogation. Look what I did. He's bleeding. That's the KGB kids. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they they sing that uh, only in Russian. It's it's um, Russian. And, and you know who would know that uh, but didn't say it on the podcast, didn't sing it on the podcast is Quirely Shipley. Um, yeah, she anyway, was anyway. I don't
0: some Russian slap fighting into into our text thread, uh, and uh, I guess you guys were unfamiliar with Russian slap fighting before today, and you even, You've walked into a glorious new world.
1: I think I've, I've heard about Russian slap fighting. I don't think I'd seen videos of it, but I think maybe maybe I'd been around when somebody was talking about it. Or maybe some Russians were slap fighting at a party one time, and I just went, oh, that's interesting, and carried on. That would be pretty Although, you know what? There's part of me that's like, I definitely wouldn't,
0: wouldn't mind being at a party where Russian slap fighting started out, but there's a little part of me, there's an older man who's like, but you know, maybe I'd, I'd like to be in a position of like, I can bail
1: on this party at any minute. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. What I want to know is why there, there's no like over the top movie of Russian slap fighting. I
0: think maybe like, it's only, it's only really come into the wider public consciousness in this in the last, I don't know, five years. I'm going to say, okay, I don't know how long I've been aware of it beyond it's been a few years. Cause the dude, it's, it's all the, I can't remember. It's Vasily something. He's this farmer and he's just this mountain of a man and he slaps like God himself slapping you with a thunderbolt with his gigantic,
1: his gigantic mitts. And he just In one of these videos, he slapped a watermelon out of existence. Like, he literally <laughs> exploded it was, a watermelon. It didn't get knocked over. It just exploded like it had been shot with a shotgun. <laughs> And I'm telling you, man, that's a fucking Rocky movie right there of slab fighting, where someone has to. Isn't as innocent as his uh, nickname, the Dumpling, or the Farmer, or something? He, yeah,
0: he's the far. His nickname's the Dumpling because uh, I can't remember. What, he eats a lot of dumplings. I know, like when he wins a championship, he'll eat dumplings. I've tried, i I should have done research because just uh, there's a show I love on ESPN called Highly Questionable. It's on in the afternoon. But I like it because they do like the they get those big sports headlines out of the way, and then they just look at videos and shit and and shoot the shit a lot. And they that's I've been tracking that guy's entire career on that show. But he here's what here's why we don't have a movie yet because he comes up out of nowhere and he's just dominant in December and like the last like big slap fighting championship he lost. <laughs> he was upset. oh no. He was upset in the final. So I feel like we need to see the redemption now. When, when we get back to who knows who knows what the the state of Russian slap fighting is in quarantine, but uh, I feel like and, and see this is going to be part of that whole like he loses this is your this is your middle like building himself back up and it's hard because it, there's there's pandemic times, but he's got yeah. to triumphant. That's when we write the movie. So he's in his little Russian montage sequence <clears throat> where he's trying to get back in shape. He's like to- f- and he's he's probably staring uh-huh. out at, at, across the across the countryside like longingly. Uh-huh. Like, from time to time.
1: He's like running with little little polyevchevka on his mm-hmm. back, you know, like keep running for Russia. how mm-hmm. um, they kind of talk over there.
0: We need to we need to figure out how to get in touch with this guy and like talk to him about about making this movie. But
1: Well we've got a translator apparently. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk to our local city commissioner about translating our, our slap fight movie. <laughs> I think I think we should <laughs> tell this, I, I, especially you know, she'll be the one who's just sitting there
0: like running it because I don't I don't know if he speaks English. I don't remember right because I've also watched some clips online once I found out who this guy was. Like like I watch stuff from time to time. I don't know if he speaks English. I don't know that I've heard him speak English because it's generally it's just a commentator over like what's going on at the slap fights in the videos I've seen most of the time.
1: Yeah, I liked when he slapped the watermelon out of existence. He said something in Russian Mm -hmm. and then just turned around and pointed to the back of his shirt, which was (laughs) written in English, and it was something like the painkiller or something. So in a real, real white trashy font. So uh, he's I, rocking it over there in the former Soviet republic.
0: I bet it was awesome too. Russians have a nice, like they've got a way with the bomba kind of of like just summing things up real quick like that. We, I bet when you slap a watermelon, I bet they say something awesome right afterwards.
1: I'm going to leave our audience with a challenge. Uh, we have really come up with, I think, what is our most marketable screenplay idea to date here. Uh, but so far, the best title I have is Over the Topski, and I don't think that's mm-hmm. going to work. So uh, I want you, the listeners, to help us name our Russian slap fight, Rocky, uh, and 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 give us give us a name for that. Let's let's yeah. do it. Let's uh, slap fight. Dd hashtag hashtag slap fight dd let us know the name your your title for the Russian slap fight movie I kind of like come the dumpling too what do you think I think that like, that's that's a solid one yeah yeah come comma the dumpling yeah. Uh yeah. maybe yeah. maybe
0: we try to like sneak it into Canadian we just call it Slapshot Two and then like it has nothing to do with Slapshot one. It's about Russian slap fighting at the bottom. We put the small so that maybe we get a lot of people who want to see Slapshot Two, but they probably like this too. If you wanted to see Slapshot Two, you'll probably like this Russian slap fighting Rocky movie.
1: Surely you've got Ben is uh, really pretty circular a, I'm thinking. Same, same crowd, yeah, yeah, general same dynamic. Um if you've got a better title let us know. We're here to listen uh, with our with our ear pieces, ear ears. We're here to listen with our ears. Yeah. Boy, it's been 22 minutes now. I I don't have my timer anymore. I just have to look at the screen on Zencaster. Yeah. It's been 22 minutes. It has been. So I guess I guess, I guess it's time to wrap it up. Yeah, that was that was a good one. I th- I really felt like that one that one had it all. Um, oh shit! Plug of- play your
0: play your film fest thing real quick because that's next oh, weekend. Yeah.
1: May eighth, May 9th, uh, Friday mm-hmm. and Saturday, and next Friday and Saturday, uh, the twenty four hour Lawrence Shorts Film Festival. Uh, you can go on willaverill.com uh, backslash shorts hyphen festival to sign up get a free entry you can make a $5 donation to the Lady Bird Lunch Fund if you want to but we're not it's really counting cost. that it is a good cause do it if you can but don't if not don't worry about it you submit either a 3 minute short that you start on 5 at 5 p.m. on Friday May 8th and it has to be submitted by 5 p.m. Saturday May 9th uh and then we will take all those shorts put them on the internet have some judges judge them and on Sunday we'll have an award ceremony it's going to be amazing! And, um, so yeah, uh, Will A. D-
0: yeah, apparently, Just look it up on the notes. I'm apparently presenting at the awards show, so, you know, another reason to yeah. tune in.
1: Yeah, you are presenting at the award show, like, uh, the various awards. Um, yeah. You're going to be the one who actually names names the name. so. Yeah. Yes. Let's do this. Oh, I'm filling up
0: wine. I'm not peeing. I don't know if it's... it's okay. <laughs> microphone's picking it up.
1: All right, I'll, I'll finish it off then. So yeah, uh, join us for the film festival brought to you by the newest Russian slap fighting movie, Over the Topsky. Now, it's got to be something else. I mean, that's a
0: placeholder. That's a placeholder. It's a placeholder. But it's a placeholder. I think we can come up with something else, but it's a good placeholder.
1: It's
0: uh, about a man <laughs> or a a
1: slap. Oh, yeah, okay, Double Deuce. <laughs> Boy, we, that was a sloppy dismount. We did not stick the landing.
0: No, no. No, we didn't. But you know what? This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the
1: intro sounded bad,